to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. My next guest is someone I've known for nearly 10 years. Troy Douglas is the co-founder and joint CEO of Nexpa. Most of you should probably know the name Nexpa. It's a beverage company which began in Australia, but is now global. Its slogan back in the early days was naturally sugar-free. A few things to talk with Troy about today, including Nexpa's new brand ambassador, Pat Cummins, the creation of a new umbrella company overseeing the house of brands called Goodness Group Global, and the start of a new capital raise program. Troy Douglas, welcome to the Unicorns. JK, excited to be here. Can I call you that? You can. That is allowed. No problem. Well, let's wind the clock back a little bit to begin with, Troy. Where did the idea for Nexpa first come from? Yes, well, winding back that clock is a 13-year wind back, probably even 14 years if you go to the, the very beginning. So, Drew Bilby, who is my co-founder, he's also my brother-in-law. He very much, uh, we've got a, a video which I ca- kind of get scared watching when I look back. We're all <laughs> I remember that video. I remember that video. It literally was. Um, he genuinely was inspired by uh, much uh, the plethora of different options that existed when he was on an exchange in Mexico. Uh, and he was fortunate to visit a place called Rio Nexpa, which is a beach. Um, I, I still swear that he, I'm sure he was drinking something that was mixed with something on the beach, but uh, <laughs> he came back and... Maybe so it wasn't naturally off. sugar-free. <laughs> well, it needed to be. That's kind of what set us off on our course. But, um, no, so my background's law and communications and generally was passionate about business and startups and uh, always wanted to create something that could make a bigger impact. And yeah, Drew had this idea and he said, let's start a beverage company. So as you do, we ordered a canning line off Alibaba and kind of set up a, a factory in Hornsby. And we had two guys with not from the industry with kind of no idea. We just set out on our, on our mission, which was really how can you be the first brand that replicates the taste and the experience of sugar, but deliver on the trifecta that we kind of describe as being all natural sugar-free and great tasting products. So how did you actually get the idea off the ground? It's great to have an idea, but to begin that process, I'm keen to know what was involved with that. Yeah, I think given the age that we, I was 20, 10 and 21, Drew was uh, three years older than myself, I think when you're at that age, you've got a level of naivety. I was still... Um, partially studying my law degree whilst also uh, working in a marketing firm and then a law firm could own over as well as a paralegal. So I think the when you are that age, you believe that everything is possible and you kind of just jump in. So when Drew had that idea, it literally was. Uh, and one thing I think we benefited from was we were, we were happy to reach out to people that were experienced in the industry that achieved amazing things that we were inspired by and you could reach out and just by being honest and saying i'm troy i've uh, we've got this crazy idea to start a beverage idea a beverage business can we can we have a yarn and learn from your experience so i think yeah just the willingness to meet people that had been there and 
achieve great things in the industry, gave us the confidence to <laughs> press press play on ordering a machinery line from Alibaba and, and setting up the factory. And were there a lot of people back then saying, don't do it, it's too hard, It's you, you can't you can't pull this off? Uh, I, th- I think I was fortunate. Um, both Drew and I are from great families. We're not from kind of big, significant, wealthy backgrounds at all. But um, I think everyone was willing to give us a crack. I think people did. I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of friends um, for many years, every cafe we ever went to um, would enjoy a coffee catch-up and then we'll be trying to sell next brew at the end. <laughs> so I think that could have been tight. <laughs> There must have been, Troy, some very early growing pains. What are, what are some of the ones that you remember? I think the reality is, is as founders, you go through many different phases of growth. And I think what we were fortunate to experience, so in the very early days, we always wanted to be that naturally sugar-free brand, uh, which definitely gave us a leg up. And the fact that we imported the canning line, I actually think that helped us out with securing our first customer our first national customer, which was 7-Eleven, because we were two guys who were prepared to back ourselves. Uh, I remember bringing some people in the industry to look at our warehouse and we literally had 100,000 units completely filled for the kind of ceiling of our iced tea and somebody asked, so where's this all going? Expected that we'd already sold it, but we're like, we're, that's what we're about to start doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you want to buy some? but it was very much from a growing pains perspective i think that um you're always encountering challenges um day by day i think that what gets easier and better is uh, you surround yourself with a team that are experienced in an industry that can help you navigate and overcome those challenges uh more easily and also i think one of the important things as founders is to be constantly questioning um, what could happen and what are the different things that could happen that um, you should potentially try to anticipate because then you're prepared and you you can make the decision on how to pivot and how to improve your business. Just out of interest, you said that you were finishing off a law degree and had experience working in a marketing company. Did did that experience, I know you're running, you're running a beverage company now, but did, did that legal experience and the marketing experience, has that helped you in the job you're doing now? Yeah, absolutely. I think every working experience has been valuable. Like my first job was I was a barista at Glory Jeans at 14. Uh, and I remember I got uh, made a manager at 15 and then a new ownership came in and they said, you're too young to be a manager. <laughs> so I think my pay went from like 16.50 down to 6.50. But that experience in kind of coffee club to uh, well, Glory Jeans to coffee club event cinemas even before uh, uni and more of a professional experience in uh, tourist marketing with Sharon Williams and then um, at Allen and Ivory, the law firm, is you learn about how each business operates and is different and I think that allows you, and on the legal front, it definitely helped in the beginning, like being able to kind of have an appreciation of contracts and review that. Um, you obviously in the beginning you're trying to keep all your costs. Um, well, actually, it's not just the beginning. The whole way through a business journey is how can you keep your costs in check um, so it's beneficial in that way as well. And so, let's talk about where we are today. What have you now created 
in Nexpa. Give our listeners an idea of the size and scale of your operation today. Yeah, so the Nexpa brand, we're one of the, I think we're most renowned for our kombucha range. So at the heart of Nexpa is what we term our good suite, which is our Intel chip. And that's what allows us to create these naturally sugar free, great tasting products. And because of that, what was happening is we've got incredible relationships with national retailers, the likes of Coles and Woolworths, and it allowed us to really expand our vision for the brand uh, and particularly for GoodSuite is every category, both in food and beverage, the future of those categories should be all natural sugar-free and great taste. So we started to expand our next brand into different beverage categories. So soft drinks, uh, kombucha, uh, and these emerging kind of functional beverages, so nootropics. So today we're, our heartland for the next brand is really functional, healthier soft drinks. And we've been in the Australian market, as you say, for 13 years, but having proven the acceptance of the brand in Australia, we're now circa uh, 25 million in net sales in the core grocery channel. It was really about taking the brand and proving the consumer acceptance for the brand internationally, which is kind of where we took ourselves over to the UK. We took the brand internationally to Sainsbury's and partnering with retailers over there as well. And I think as founders, one of the most nervous times was actually being prepared to take and invest in taking the brand internationally over to the UK in the hope that we achieve the same kind of track record that we're achieving in Australia. So tell us about that global expansion. I know you're in the UK, but Nexper is now far more than just an Australian brand. Yeah, absolutely. So the Nexper, once we had the traction in Australia, we did our Series A capital raise. That really gave us the focus on as ambitious founders with a ingrained mission, which is to remove sugar and artificials from consumption, the only way to really achieve that is to become a global brand. So the UK was that first market that we, well, we actually had flight booked to both the UK and California. And the goal was if we secure um, a retailer, we'll focus on one market to begin with to then move out <laughs> scale regionally. Uh, and I was very fortunate. I uh, met a, a girl called Laura Davis, who I got introduced to from friends, and she's one of these people that has incredible retail connections over in the UK. And she basically, uh, by the time I landed, I had a mini roadshow to all the big retailers in the UK, and we managed to land Sainsbury's straight away. I think it was a perfect timing. The soft drink levy was coming in, uh, and clearly there's a need for uh, what Next Bar and our good suite Intel chip provides to really offer a, a value add for consumers and the retailers. So for those listening to this podcast in Australia, where can you buy your products at the moment? So if you're listening in Australia, the, the heartland of our next revenue today is very much your core groceries. So Coles, Woolworths, Costco, uh, every now and then you'll see us in Audi, uh, which is great as well. And then petrol and convenience channel. So, and also obviously Metcash, uh, an IGA uh, or the select IGAs as well. So that's kind of the, the heartland. Um, if you think about the next brand itself over the coming years, it is very much our opportunity. To, we've got significant revenue inside grocery. Now's the time to kind of step change and go beyond from a further distribution perspective into other channels. 
I think if I was to reflect back to an early question on growing pains, I think one of the hard things in a market like Australia is to really tackle that distribution outside mainstream grocery. A lot of brands actually do the opposite of what we've done, which is you kind of start niche and you build uh, in a kind of a smaller channel. But I think what's unique to Nexper and why we've had such traction is the fact that we have our good sweet difference, which should be widely available to consumers. And that's allowed us to get that traction in bigger customers. So that's the Australian business. We're also in South Korea, an amazing distribution partner over there, which um, is amazing to see the traction they're getting uh, there. Uh, for interest, like Kapang, if I say that correctly, is kind of a the equivalent of an Amazon over there, and they're selling uh, shipments of of Nexbar uh, direct to consumers through that platform, which is awesome. And then, having established um, ourselves in the UK, we're a dominant uh, brand, particularly in kombucha in the UK. We've got, I think, at the latest read, we're thirty one point four percent market share in total retail. So there's a huge opportunity because of that we've been able to partner with kind of drink specialist distributors across some european markets so by the end of this year we'll be in 10 markets in europe and just continuing to scale market by market and without giving too much away troy or please please feel free to give as much away as possible um how are you looking to expand and to grow your current product range yeah i'm definitely not one that's too nervous about kind of sharing where we're heading. I think the the reality is Nexpa, we've expanded to Goodness Group Global. The core Nexpa brand is we want to continue to lead in the functional healthy soft drinks. So recently we just launched Kombucha Energy uh, as well into, you'll see that in Woolworths and that'll be expanding into Coles as well, which is awesome to see. What is kombucha energy? Uh, taking the the goodness. So one of the, the secrets to our kombucha range is we taste like a delicious soft drink. So if you're somebody that's tasted kombucha and thought, yuck, <laughs> I'm definitely encouraging you to grab an expert because we do make it taste delicious and we add in some fortified probiotics. So the energy aspect of the kombucha is adding in some green coffee extract as well to give you a bit more buzz as well as being good for your tummy. Am I right in saying you've done a deal or there's at least a little trial underway, a pilot with the cheesecake shop? How that's come about and why we're accelerating that part of our business is Nexper has expanded to Goodness Group Global. And as I referenced kind of earlier, what we now have reflected on is Nexper has been the greatest proof point for consumer trial for GoodSuite. So then if we think about being a business to expand in a much more meaningful way and to continue to our mission of removing sugar and artificials. It's how do you take our IP beyond just beverage? And so the Cheesecake Shop is exactly that. It's an incredible partnership. The, the MD there, Scott, uh, sent an email sharing that he can't believe, it, can't believe it's not butter. Um, so it's <laughs> just kind of epic to say. So we're in a Black Forest Tort, it's available if you're in WA, it's available in WA all stores, uh, and the intent there is that it's it makes an impact and we can scale that nationally, and it's literally a replacement to adding sugar uh, in a baking product. Have you tried it? Absolutely. What does it taste like? How good is it? <laughs> it's good. The goal for us in everything that we do is how do you make it taste just as great as what your indulgence and what you love? Of course. But if it's sweetened with good sweet instead of sugar artificials, 
it's obviously a much more healthier and better for you option. So, yeah, I I can't believe it's not sugar. Now, Pat Cummins, we all know Pat Cummins. Well, hopefully we do. The captain of the Australian cricket team, the test team, he announced this week that he had signed on as a brand ambassador to Nexpart, Goodness Group Global. He's a shareholder. How did that collaboration come about? Yeah, so very exciting. Uh, it's kind of a pinch me moment both for Drew and myself uh, and this next phase of having gone from Nexpart and expanding to Goodness Group Global is Pat somebody that I met uh, both Drew and myself have had the privilege to meet through a number of our shareholders as well. So we've done a bit of work with the LBW Trust over the years with Nexbar. Um, David Vaughan and Marek, two of our shareholders, are particularly um, connected in that area. But Pat's somebody that we got introduced to and he actually is um, manager. I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this this story, but kind of reached out and said he knew that our, my husband and I were living up in Knockrow. Do you know any good places to get married? So Pat actually got married across the road um, at a, a friend of our property. <laughs> yeah. Really? Um, and then we kind of just, uh, it was good to learn and meet someone in a position like Pat who genuinely cares about better for you and making an impact. And obviously that's exactly what, and myself has found as a passion about and in our step change to goodness group global it is is recognizing that after 13 years there's a plethora of brands and founders out there that if you can actually create a platform to build out that portfolio of brands that are focused on better for you you can have a bigger impact so the the partnership with pat is clearly he is um a great partner to have on board and representation to be the face of the brands that we have in the group, obviously kickstarting the next bar, but there should be some very exciting stuff that we also start to bring to market um, in other categories that we are seeking to enter into for the for the business. So now, now you are teasing us. Well, watch this space, Troy. I could share, like, obviously it makes sense for us to enter sports hydration and energy in a much bigger way. So I'm excited for, for that to happen. You're in market raising capital, uh, a fresh round of capital. Talk us through what's happening there. The opportunity um, for anybody listening or to join Goodness Group Global is this is our final capital raise, which we're termed out, obviously, our Series B. We're raising $7.75 million. To date, we've raised circa $3.5 million. The, what's, I think what's exciting for people that join the journey today is We've set our platform up that the core Nexper brand will deliver the FY24 year of group positive EBITDA. <laughs> so um, that's kind of an internal reference to we've got a solid foundations. And then now that we are Goodness Group Global, all these kind of new brands and big opportunities that we bring to market are going to be able to flow through in a meaningful way as we continue to scale as a great Australian owned business uh, with brands that we're taking global. Uh, so this capital raise, uh, you can go via Venture Crowd. If you are familiar with that platform, it's an online crowdfunding platform. Um, but as part of our restructure from Nexper to Goodness Group Global, we made it, uh, we've got a very simple and clean capitalization chart, uh, all ordinary shares. So you can also participate and invest direct inside a nominee structure. So feel free to hit me up. 
uh, direct if you want to join this journey because um, it's going to be an exciting one. And if you're passionate about sustainability and making an impact with your investments, but ultimately I'm a custodian of people that back us. We have a role to deliver value to shareholders over time as well. Um, I think this should be one that you enjoy to be a part of. Final question for you, Troy. What can we expect from Nexpa and Goodness Group Global in, say, the next 12 to 24 months, apart from world domination? I thought you were going to say 12 to 24 years for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I think the in the next 12, 24 months, I think you'll see the Nexpert brand and, well, the platform of Goodness Group Global is going to enable us to champion the movement of what we are seeking to achieve with GoodSuite. If we only a couple of weeks, I might just elaborate here for a second. A couple of weeks ago, we've been waiting 13 years as founders for the WHO um, so the Wealth Held organization came up with sharing what we've been champion, championing for a number of years that artificial sweeteners are harmful to people's health. So it was pretty powerful to see that statement come out. So you you will see obviously the Nexper brand get in further distribution. Uh, so get out there and enjoy a healthier alternative. And from Goodness Group Global perspective, uh, you'll see us bring to market a couple of exciting brands that allow us to, again, uh, realize our vision of tackling categories and to give consumers better for you options uh, with brands that deliver on our mission of tasting good and doing good. Troy Douglas, great to catch up with you today. You are the co-CEO and co-founder of Nexpa and now Goodness Group Global. Best of luck in the journey ahead and I look forward to sharing a kombucha with you when I next see you. Go well, mate. Thanks, Justin.